Welcome to another episode of Birdie's Chirp Fantasy Football Podcast, where I, Birdie, will chirp and chime in with some fantasy football tips, opinions, and what I like to call advice. Take it as you will. Maybe you'll even agree with some of my thoughts, but if you don't, that's okay too. Everybody has an opinion. We're all entitled to voice it. Hey, that's why I'm here, to voice mine. On this episode, I want to discuss week one stardom sit'em options for the week. I just want to be clear on one thing in these stardom sit'em segments. I am not discussing the stars and studs at each position. I mean, you drafted guys like Christian McCaffrey, Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, Josh Allen for a reason early and often. So why would you not invest in them and have them in your lineup? The studs are just that. Studs. Start them. So with that in mind, let's just jump right in and discuss. First up, I'm going to talk about wide receivers. Let's on my stardom list this week. Uh, First off, I have Drake London from the Atlanta Falcons. London is actually one of my favorite breakout candidates this year at the wide receiver position. Carolina's defense gave up a ton of points to opposing wideouts last year. They should be better in that area with no DC coming over from Denver. And getting J.C. Horn back from injury. But London should be featured early and often in the Falcons attack where Desmond Ritter loved to look his way late last year, and I see that continuing into this year. London led the team in targets and receiving yards. What's more, receivers lined up out wide averaged the fourth most points against Carolina's defense last year. I'm in on London this week. Number two on stardom receiver list for me is Johan Dotson, Washington Commanders. With Terry McLaurin, McLaurin sorry, uh, potentially missing the first game and being limited or being limited with turf toe versus a weak Cardinal defense, this is a great matchup for Dotson to start the season. He's going to be peppered with targets by a new QB, starting QB, Sam Howell, and is often looked for in the red zone. I see a great start to the season for Dotson and this juicy matchup in front of him makes for a solid start in front of a ruckus sold-out crowd at FedEx Field. The Washington fans are eager to usher in a new owner. FedEx Field should be rocking on Sunday. I see Dotson getting into the end zone as well. Number three on my stardom list at wideout, I have Chris Olave, New Orleans Saints. Olave had a great rookie season last year with little help from the QB position. With new QB Derek Carr now in town, I expect Olave to pick up where he left off and even ascend to higher ground with some solid QB play. Olave is a star in the break, a star in the waiting and waiting to break out, in my opinion. Not to mention, Tennessee makes for a good wide receiver matchup. The Titans led the league in yards allowed and touchdowns on deep passes last year. This looks like a great matchup to start the season for Olave. Let's move to the sit'em list. This week for receivers, uh, as far as sitting, first up I have all the Ravens receivers. I mean, just to be clear, I think the Ravens are going to be really good this year. Lamar's going to have more weapons around him in the passing game than he ever has in his NFL career. 
OBJ, Rashad Bateman, rookie Zay Flowers, of course, Mark Andrews. But just talking about the receivers, all make for a deep group. But I find it hard to pinpoint one of them to come out as the clear target share winner, not named Mark Andrews. I need to see this play out a few weeks before getting in on the Ravens' wideouts. Number two for my sit list at wide receiver, I have Michael Pittman, the Indianapolis Colts. Rookie QB Anthony Richardson is one of my main concerns for Pittman. Not to mention new head coach Shane Steichen is more than likely to lean on a run-heavy attack early and often with a rookie QB in Richardson at the helm. Pittman and Richardson may connect more regularly as the season progresses, but to start, I'm fading all Colts pass catchers. Number three on my sit list for the wide receiver position is Juju Smith-Schuster, New England Patriots. Smith-Schuster goes from Patrick Mahomes to catching passes from Mac Jones in New England. No slight on Jones here, but he is no Mahomes. I mention this because Juju was just average last year in KC, and Mahomes was throwing him the rock with similar wide receiver depth to compete with. Juju is probably second option behind Devontae Parker in New England in a run-heavy attack. I just can't get on board the Juju train. Moving on to running backs. My stardom running backs this week. Uh, I'm going to start with a couple that I love uh, from the Detroit Lions. Both David Montgomery and Jameer Gibbs make for great pick options this week on my stardom list. With Chris Jones potentially out this opening week, that opens up a huge hole up the middle in KC's defense. The Lions have a top three O-line and love to pound the ball. Detroit will want to keep the ball out of Patrick Mahomes' hands and will try to play the possession game while using both backs and daring KC to stop their rushing attack. I'm not picking the Lions for an upset here, but I do like like both running backs to start the season in KC on a fantasy high note. Number two on my rushing list, um, stardom. J.K. Dobbins, Baltimore Ravens. The Texans, Houston Texans, make for a great matchup to start the season at home for the Ravens. Houston was gashed by the run last run game last year. I know new head coach and D.C. Demeco Ryans will have an improved unit, but starting on the road in Baltimore, I like this matchup for the Ravens' leading rusher to start the season. Oh, and did I mention Dobbins is actually healthy to start a season? Giddy up. Give me, some Do- give me some Dobbins week one. Number three on my starting stardom running back list, I have from the Tampa Bay Bucks, Rashad White. White gets a good matchup on paper in my Vikings. I am not sure how the new look defense under Brian Flores will start the season. I expect them to be much improved from last year's atrocious unit, but not sure that translates in week one. White has no competition in Tampa Bay for touches in the backfield and should therefore lead Tampa Bay in both touches and rushes this weekend. Vikings win, but White makes for a solid fantasy play nonetheless. Moving on to Sidham options at the running back position this week. I'm going with James Cook, Buffalo Bills. I know there's a lot of hype around Cook coming out of Bills camp, 
but I just don't like the matchup to start the season in New York to face the star-studded Jets defense on Monday night. I like Cook on the season, don't get me wrong. In Buffalo, I mean, as he should be their leading attack, attack from the ground, even with Damian Harris there, but just not this week for me. I'm passing on Cook on Monday night. Staying in that same game, on the sit list, I have both Jets running backs, Brees Hall and Dalvin Cook. I mean, it's easy to stay with this matchup. I'm uneasy with both Cook and Hall due to usage and lack of their thereof. I'm not sure how this timeshare shakes out. I mean, Hall will get his as the season rolls on and he gets healthier. But coming back from ACL injury and the Jets wanting to ease him in, and Cook coming off a shoulder surgery and the and being a new off new to the offense. I'm staying away from both of these options to start the season. I do like them moving into the season, but just not this week. Number three on my Sidham running back list, I have all Eagles running backs. The Eagles are a great rushing team. In fact, they led the league in both rushing and rushing yards last year, I believe. But I am just not sure how this running back room shifts itself out. I mean, they have DeAndre Swift, Rashad Penny, Kenny Gainwell, all looking for playing time. Not to mention Jalen Hurts and his red zone rushing abilities and reds and the zone read options on keepers for Hurts. I mean, I love Hurts for sure, but the rest of the Eagles backs, I'm not buying in just yet. Great as a team rushing, but to try and pick one, you're rolling the dice. I'm out this week. Moving on to quarterbacks on my stardom QB list. When playing Tua Tungla in the Miami Dolphins, super efficient. He has an elite wide receiver duo in Waddle and Hill, and is in a high flying offense. The Dolphins to start the season against an unproven Chargers D, who has a lot to prove, quite frankly. Tua's main issue has been health, and to start the season, he's healthy. So I say, let's buy in, as this is a potential to be a shootout on Sunday. I'll roll the dice with Tua for this matchup. Number two on my stardom list, um, going back to Detroit well, and say Jared Goff. Potential for a high-scoring game. And Chris Jones-less defense? This could be a good matchup for Goff. Goff had 15 TDs and one INT over the last eight weeks of the regular season last year. I see that continuing into the season. They have a great offensive coordinator in Ben Johnson, very creative in his play calling, and Amon Ross St. Brown ready to take another leap forward. I see Goff putting up some points in Thursday night's opener. Number three on my list, maybe a bit of a homer with this one, but I'm saying Kirk Cousins of the Vikings. Cousins has averaged over 20 plus fantasy points at home on home openers for the Vikings over the last three seasons. In his second season in Kevin O'Connell's offense, with an improved receiving weapons around him, as I consider Jordan Addison should be an upgrade over Adam Thielen last year, not to mention a full season of J- TJ Hawkinson, makes for solid options for Captain Kirk. Home games are usually more fantasy-friendly for Cousins as well. I will bet on the Vikings putting up some points Sunday and led, the, led by the passing attack of Cousins. 
Another sneaky deep sleeper option at QB this week is Sam Howell with the Washington Commanders versus the Arizona Cardinals. I sense the Commanders are going to put up some points against the Cardinals D this week. Friendliest matchup of the week in my opinion. Moving on to sit options for this week's one <clears throat> fantasy quarterbacks. Number one on my list, I have Matt Stafford for the Rams. I already had Stafford on my sit list this week before hearing the news today that Cooper Cup will be out on Sunday versus Seattle. With little depth behind Cup, who is Stafford's go-to guy? I'm just not sure you can trust Stafford coming off all those injuries and missed time last season. I am out on Stafford for Sunday. <laughs> and probably most of the season, to be honest. Number two on my hate him list, or sit him list, I guess, this week, Anthony Richardson, Indianapolis Colts. With rookie Richardson, I'm in wait-and-see mode. I don't feel like he brings a lot of upside with his passing game just yet, and we know head coach Shane Steichen will have some design runs for him, no doubt. But I think to start the season, a lot of teams will likely key on his running and make him pass to beat them. Who knows, maybe I'm wrong about his passing abilities, but until I see it, I can't trust him in my lineup. I am intrigued by Richardson on the season, just to be clear, just to be clear but not this week. Number three on my sit list, QBs, Aaron Rodgers, New York Jets. I feel like all the hype around Rodgers and the Jets is justified. Lots of intrigue here for sure. But new team, new guys catching passes, new O-line. I'm just not sure Rodgers with his age, lack of rushing upside, is really an elite option any longer. Manage the clock and let their defense win them games. That's what I feel like the Jets game plan is. This Jets team will no doubt put up some points and win their fair share of games. But I'm just not sure Rodgers is an elite fantasy option anymore. That's all I'm saying. In Superflex Leagues, where you need two QBs, that's the only way I'm starting Rodgers this week. Moving on to tight end position. Tight end is such a thin position. I'm just listing one start and sit option for the week. I mean, all your top eight or nine guys, you're starting because let's face it, you don't have a lot of options to upgrade most weeks. But the one guy on the cusp for me in my on the cusp of making the top 10, I would say this week for me is Tyler Higby is a starting option for the LA Rams. In fact, he's my stardom for the week. Higby, with Cooper Cup not being available this week, someone has to catch passes from Stafford, who is known to rely on veterans come game day. Being the most experienced pass catching threat on the field for the Rams, I expect Higby to be get to get targeted early and often. Volume makes Higby my starting option here, as I suspect the Rams could be trailing in the second half, leading for more passing opportunities against the Seahawks. My sit-em this week for tight end. Another stardom option actually is Kyle Pitts in Atlanta. I mean, I know he's technically a top eight, but I mean, Pitts had somewhat of a down season last year, and I just see him having a bounce back year. Besides Drake London, Pitts is the second option in Atlanta. 
I know they're going to run the ball lots, but I feel like they're going to open up the passing game a little bit this year. And the red zone. Pitts should be featured in the red zone, I feel like. Sit'em tight end option this week is Dalton Schultz for the Houston Texans. I mean, Schultz is typically more of a safe floor play than he is a high ceiling play. But to me, his floor is in question week one, given the matchup and the fact that it will be CJ CJ Stroud's first regular season start in the NFL. Last year, the Ravens allowed the ninth fewest fantasy points per game to tight ends. Schultz will be an okay option some weeks, but this week, I am looking for a better play if I can find it. Well, that's a wrap for my episode, Stardom Sit'em Options for Week 1. I hope you found this to be informative and or entertaining. Maybe you even got something out of it. Join me again soon for upcoming episodes discussing the 2023 fantasy football season. Best of luck to everyone on opening weekend. Exciting times ahead for fantasy footballers like ourselves. Fantasy football is a great way for entertainment for the next, what, six months? Our wives are going to love it. Thanks again for listening to Birdie's Chirp Fantasy Football Podcast. Over and out from your pal Birdie.